91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hello and welcome back to the Nothing Through Happy Hour podcast where we talk real life, real drama in real time. I'm Katie. And I am Marie. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It goes. It goes. I'm feeling the gloom of the weather today. Oh no. Not too gloomy. Just like I feel just like the weather just a little gray but i'm okay there's nothing wrong you know what i mean that's huge that's so great so feeling a little bit snuggled down but not feeling a reason to be snuggled up and feeling kind of odd about that (laughs) yeah i mean it is a little bit chilly in our house it's funny though because it's not it's like i look outside and it's sunny but our house feels very gloomy the weather let's see what is the weather Cause it's gotta be something pretty cold. Cause it's cold in our house. It just, I think it just the sun is flowing. Oh, it's sixty three. Well, it's not sixty three inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Um, is do you have central air and heating? We don't have central, but we mm-hmm. have like two little heaters, like it, wall heaters. They're both in weird spots, like especially the living room one. It's like. Why aren't you facing the living room? Like, it's huh. like facing the entryway. Oh, it's hard okay. to explain. <laughs> so that, like, as soon as you walk in, you're like, ah, oh, yes, warm. Yeah, and then, bucket. yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess I imagine if we like closed up everything, every nook and cranny, it might eventually spread to the rest. But I don't know. I, I, we haven't tried it for that long yet because it feels like. You're gonna pay for that warmth big time with when that PG and E bill comes around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And yeah. they're totally known for um being right on the money and, and not at all fucking over people. And oh, not at all. Not, <laughs> not at, all. at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um yeah, it is seventy six degrees down here in Los Angeles today. Oh damn. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. fairly warm. <laughs> But, nice. but I've been keeping up with um, the whole making the bed in the morning thing. And it I don't know, especially in the winter, it feels kind of like it, it's just a little bit more inviting and a little less chaotic, um, even though it is almost 80 degrees outside. <laughs> so I can't really <laughs> say that I'm really in fall, but we did take a walk the other night and there were leaves falling on the ground. So it does feel it feels fallish in look. It does not feel fallish in weather down here. Okay, maybe that's what I mean when I'm saying like it feels a little gloomy. The sun's yeah. out, 
it's not like sunny. I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but yeah. I get it. I get it. And then I, I worked out this morning, um, which I, is also like huge because I don't know. I've been, I've been slacking um, since I got done with PT. I, I haven't really done all that much, but um, I felt good because I was like, if I don't do this now, I'm not going to do it. And I admitted that. And then I was like, okay, go do it. <laughs> so did you go to the gym or did, did you? Okay. Yep. I went to the gym. I did a leg workout, lots of little machinies. And then I did a little bit on the treadmill and then I finished up on the stationary bike. So very nice. Yeah. I just, I noticed that like it's getting, it is getting a little colder at night and I am feeling it a little bit in my knee. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, we're not going to make this a thing. Um, and you know, with improvising and, and doing all sorts of dumb sketch comedy stuff, uh, I, I need to use my, my knees and be able to right. get up and down. Um, right. Um, yeah. So, so good stuff all around. But the one thing, at least for us, is that those roofers are still actively about. Still going? Yeah. Um, they should be done by tomorrow per the sign. But that okay. was given to us by a property manager. But. I don't know if that's real or not. I really don't because our elevator was supposed to be working like three weeks ago uh, after an inspection, but then they had to, I don't know, redo the entire elevator or something. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, not only did we have banging on the roof at 6.30 in the morning, if you could believe it. No, uh, they were not. They were. Yeah. Monday morning. I was like, this is, this is egregious. And I get it. It's daylight savings time. But I, I feel like they took that time change and like did something very wrong because <laughs> I was like, 6.30? It's not even 7 yet. Like, I think the noise ordinance is supposed to be 8 o'clock. What yeah. You... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were like dropping barrels and shit. I don't know what they were doing. They're doing, they're updating the roof, I guess. Um, yeah. And so... Was it Monday or Tuesday? I can't remember. I really can't remember because I'm so lacking sleep <laughs> um, that like days are kind of merging together and I don't fully know. Oh, it's Thursday. Today's Thursday right now. It is Thursday. Not when not when this releases, though. You never know. You might be listening to this podcast when it is a Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. Check your so phone. So it's Thursday for you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been, it's, and the cats have been all up our asses too at night. So it's just like, it's not been a lot of sleep in this household, let me tell you. My cat too has like, she, I think the time change for her has been an, an annoyance. And she, but it feels like she's doing it even earlier. And she mm. knocks on the door. Like, Aww. Like scratch, 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 and like both. There's two doors to our room, so yeah. she goes back and forth between the two of them, and cries really loud. And this is like, yeah, yesterday was at four thirty in the morning. I was like, no, you no. have no business, none, um, yelling at me this early in the morning. But um, so it's usually for food. So what I did last night because I did, I wanted to sleep in a little bit, is I overfilled, filled her cat bowl. So that way, she'd still have some in the morning. I couldn't mm-hmm. come bug me. 
did, did it work? <laughs> yeah, we've, did. we've been doing that too because we're yeah. like, you will not be waking us up. Yeah, because we 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 keep the door open at, because otherwise, I mean, with two cats, they'll just tear the door to shreds yeah. and get in anyway. Um, but so they come and sleep with us all the time but we get the like little paw to the nose at like three in the morning mm. <laughs> to be like hey what what about that hole in my bowl You're like it's not worth it yeah <laughs> just shake the bowl the food's there yeah i can't sleep with her she i you know i have before mm-hmm. but she she does a lot in the night like she likes to move around a lot like sometimes she'll just stay still but mm-hmm. most of the time she's like i'm gonna move here and move here and move here and i'm gonna sit on your face and now i'm gonna <laughs> insist that you play with me and mm-hmm. it's just like no yeah i can't i can't do it i, I can't yeah. <laughs> you're out of here you're out. <laughs> oh you're lucky <laughs> yeah it's i uh, do i love snuggling with my cats they are sweet but like they are assholes because they're cats and the small one will also do the batting thing with his paw but like with his claws out and i've definitely gotten the claw up the nose um or like plays with my fingers (laughs) how inviting yeah yeah (laughs) and it sucks because this cat has only survived because he's so fucking cute he's got little vampire teeth he's a tuxedo cat he's just got a dumb little dopey face and it's hard to get mad at him because he just looks at you with just like the sweetest little face but you're like fucking dick i want to kill you (laughs) that's uh the magic of animals they annoy the hell out of us, but they're also the, the most adorableest. 921 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Um... In other news, uh, the SAG strike is technically over. Okay. So, dude, so many shows to talk about. Let's do it because (laughs) I'm sure by the time this episode releases, uh, we'll be free and clear that they'll have ratified and completely, you know, apparently it was a good deal. So, great. Good times. Um, Let's talk TV because we have been talking around shit and like, talk about some stuff but not really um okay so you told me to watch alice in borderland like several weeks ago um i don't know what it is about that show like i liked it but i also hate it so much because i felt like they just stole squid game uh for one but then but i think it's pre-squid game isn't it I don't know. I don't know. I've never. Oh, let me look. But I, go ahead while you're. While, while you're while well, you're I'm popping it. off. 
Um, yeah, like, okay. And this is spoilers for those. If you haven't seen it already, uh, Alice in Borderland is a interesting show. It is on Netflix. Um, it's only got one season out so far, I believe. Oh, no, two seasons out. Two seasons are yeah. out. Um, and it's essentially these kids get transported. We don't know, but we kind of know, but you don't really know until season two. Oh, there's so much with this show. And <laughs> here, I won't go so far as season two, but I will say this. Okay. In the beginning, there's this woman who's like, yeah, I work for an AI company. I wonder if it was like our, you know, AI competitor who's like do running these games or making right. like, Right. And everything felt very computery. And then also at the end of season one, the queen is just like, oh, yeah, like it is all the stuff, but then it isn't. And then it is this and then it isn't. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, who are we to put? I need to know. I need to know what you think about all of this. <laughs> I, You know, I think for me um, and like I said, we I, we've talked about this before. Wait, and also just realized, and you could take this out. Okay. This should be a big part of our show is talking about it's like oh, what yeah. we're watching. Like oh, yeah. what we're watching. Cause I feel like these are that's kind of like we should watch shows together. Okay. And like talk about it. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like let's okay. pick a show and we watch it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, back to the saying is the thing about Alice in Borderland with me was that if and did you do did you do just subtitles? Did you do um, the audio? I did. I did. I honestly did both sub and dub. (laughs) So did I. Um, Dubbing is cheesy. Oh, yeah, it it just is. Yeah, it's just a given. It definitely, it, it makes any show you're watching that much cheesier. I yeah. don't know why it is. I don't know if it's just the bad dubbing. I don't know if it's just um, the interpretation of the um, the words. But a lot of times dubbing to me, like, doesn't it doesn't always feel like it matches the emotion you see on screen so i think that's going to take you out of it a little bit so that's the first thing so watching it it feels like there's a level of cheesiness to it but this is a well-produced um very well-produced very well-produced show there's obviously you know a lot of good intent a lot of good writing behind it i'm sure if you understood japanese it might be a little bit more enthralling yeah um it's oh, I think it's a horrifying story. Yes. It's like I think a lot of people's worst nightmare is like, what would you do given right. these, you know, if you were you had to face these challenges on a regular basis and like right. fight for your life like every other day? Because that's and then what they're doing. <laughs> potentially kill your friends and yes. Like, I, I told Brooke, I was like, you know, I'd just die. I'd just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I would give yeah. I was like, I don't want to play into this. Like, mm-hmm. life is hard enough as is. <laughs> no. But then we get to the... Okay. Spoilers yeah. for season two, listener. I'm um, as well. Just 
I mean, yeah. But then we get to the end of season two, and like we've continued through season two. You know, all these like we're fighting the big face card type people. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is a little bit more interesting. Then we get to the end, and then they do the thing that they tell literally everyone in film, literally like film students, uh, directors, writers, whomever. Everyone says this. Never have it all just have been a dream type of thing, right? And they kind of do that. It was just. And that it was just a, a terrible event where a comet or an asteroid hits the Earth and hits in the station, Shibuya station, right? And then um, and then it was like, was it an allegory for them fighting to stay alive? Or yeah. Okay. Why though? <laughs> yeah, like get you emotionally invested in these characters. You really care about their 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 lives and their deaths. And like certain deaths mean a lot more to you. Certain deaths feels a lot more heart wrenching. You know, um, you, you see how how people play with their lives. And so you watch a lot of evil, a lot of good, a lot of craziness. And then it's all a dream. Well, and here's the thing. I I did. It does. It feels a little, it feels like you got, well, and then, you know, at the very, very last shot, you, you flash to the Joker card and you're like, okay, what the fuck does that mean though? Um, So, I had to look up like what is like what are the borderlands mean in like Japanese like that that's okay. got to be something like and it sounds like it's sort of an in between world between the living and the dead um, and I okay. guess you know like it's almost like purgatory I guess um, right it makes but, sense like such an awful purgatory um, well, and it's and a purgatory it, where they all come out of it. Though, but right? they don't necessarily because his friends didn't because his friends died. Um, but che- but Chechnya or tre- what's his name? I guess yeah. That's and that that dude. What the hell? That dude has died so many times. I thought he was the Joker. I had accidentally seen an article or something because I had I had Googled um, Alice in Borderland when I was talking to Marie about this. And I had seen a spoiler about like, what does the Joker mean? I was like, Joker. And then I was like, I bet it's that white haired dude because he feels like he's been on top of everything this entire time. Um, And he always outwits everyone. That character I find very fascinating. That was, well, okay, so I saw this article. Okay. Okay. What? Shishnia is trans by the way it is okay. trans okay great because okay. like, I, I was we curious but they never out. i love this because they never mentioned it in the show it was one of those things where they it was don't. just like this dude's a badass but i was like wait is it dude does it matter <laughs> there's also another trans character like a, a an actual uh, trans yeah yeah like where you know it it's part of their storyline yeah but they it, have the background okay but sorry go ahead <laughs> No, I wanna, you're really, reading right now. I really want to hear. They're the, the most inter. I think they're the most interesting character. And I was reading this article. That's right. And they were like saying the best characters to come out of the show. And Chishina's character was ranked number one. And, and, and because you're just 
what what are you doing in this world? Like, the, right. why do you know all these things? Why do you feel smarter than everybody else? But in the end, and you're then, also and, like their friend, and it's just yeah. it's the it's sort of the anti-hero hero in a way. Like it's it's the rogue, it's the person that comes in that like doesn't want to be a part of the pack, but ends up being part of the pack and a, a vital part as well. I get the the trope of what they are, but I don't. I was like used to be a pediatrician like what the fuck yeah um so how like what is uh, your brain is like so puzzle oriented and like i don't know maybe maybe he's not trans oh no i can't we see we thought they might be trans they might be trans but seeing that I'm, I'm, there's so many articles, I might have to dig into this. I don't know that it matters, but I do think I love it. Number one, that you don't know trans, yeah, yes, and or that there's this kind of ambiguity to their gender and sexuality in the show because it adds another mystery to Chishnya. Like that, just yeah. that character is. It's like if you don't watch the show, you don't. It's it's hard to explain, but there's this kind of mystery just in who they are yes and then being a doctor <laughs> on top of it and i love that I, lo- I was glad i think it was like season two that they did it more but like they were flashing back to everybody's lives sort of lost yes. style in a way yeah. and i was Very like lost. is this just like japanese lost like do they need to get back to the island and figure this out i feel like maybe it is like a japanese lost though and in yeah. so especially in the at the end it, we all hated it <laughs> <laughs> we're all pissed about it right pissed about <laughs> it. well because is there supposed to be a season three or is that is that just it i think there is a season three let me look okay because I, I, the thing i i loved about squid game was that you you not only saw like the sort of mechanism for these games that you did but you also saw some of the behind the scenes oh my god are they pounding on our roof right now? Of course they are. Not. Yes. Alice in Borderlands season three has been confirmed by Netflix. So wow. what is this going to be like a Joker season? Maybe. Well, maybe this is the, the red herring. This is the, or the, like the wild round where it's like, yeah, okay. You're back in real life. Now you have to fight for real life stuff. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. And it, it was just so interesting too that like the main character is a rich boy who just can't get a job yeah, <laughs> and plays video games all day and everyone's like you deserve better than this and it's like why because he's rich and she's like what, yeah. what's the deal <laughs> <laughs> he was wasting his life away yeah but, i mean uh maybe it's his redemption story if you will that's what i thought it was going for yeah Yeah. well because it was just like they kept bringing up the theme of like you know you have to survive in order to survive for your friends or for whatever um and i kind of got that but then it was also like then it kind of became about the girl and almost love story with her but then they don't remember them each other or she doesn't remember him in the end or or whatever and then they have to kind of like rekindle that flame and i'm like oh this, so this is the 
this is how we will they won't they in this series well it's but it's weird because they do have a semblance of a memory of each other though yeah. right like when they wake up they're all kind of like why do i know you and was that you in my dream kind of moment um i don't know that show was really it fucks with me a little <laughs> it fucks with me a little i mean that's the thing is that it was simultaneously deep but also cheesy as hell yes. i mean d- dubbing aside home dude punches a tiger <laughs> right he punches like, a tiger <laughs> just one two punch yeah yeah knocks him out doesn't die from the tiger right no, he doesn't die from the tiger. No, that's the like that's the like black ops dude who they end up like right. trying to take out the king of spades. Right. Yes. Um yeah, no, he was an interesting character. Um yeah, everyone everyone is interesting in it, but like it, it's like they have these like really deep themes but I don't know where they're going with it or what they're saying about it. And I, I don't understand the whole hierarchy of like what all this is, <laughs> I guess. Like, I mean, at one point in season one, we see that they, they find like a station where people have been monitoring them and then like joking about them and their trials and stuff and seeing like people die. And they're as far as we know, human, but then they're also all dead and it's like what and then on top of it all we have these little nuggets where it's like you know time works differently here wherever yeah. here is the borderlands i'm assuming because they've been uh, there for like what looks like years and some people have been there for only a day a couple days and yeah. that's the thing i didn't really understand in each game i was like did you just get here or have you been surviving these trials and it's like how did you survive all this and yeah and then they even said some of them were shills some of them were like working for this organization uh aka the dharma initiative and they are the others (laughs) (laughs) oh that out there now i gotta watch lost again even though i hated it (laughs) i know i loved it it, it's one of those shows it's easy to consume but you kind of hate watching it yeah yeah no um something that i did not hate watching i am still watching and i think everyone needs to know about is the blue-eyed samurai holy fucking shit that show so blue-eyed samurai it just came out on netflix um it is some of the most gorgeous animation you'll ever see. It's basically okay. like, it's it's the samurai story we always wanted. Okay. And, but like, it is gory as hell. <laughs> it, okay. Um, it, it's a lot of, there, there's sex, there's violence, there's all, there's, you know, everything for your hentai loving folk, but also for like your samurai sword fight. And like, the fight stuff is like legit. Like they, I don't know if they mocapped some people or what, but that stuff is amazing. The art, I can't say enough about the art of this show. Oh, it's okay. gorgeous. And then they also do, they animate like different styles of Japanese art on top of it. 
And okay. the way they do it, it, oh my god, it's so good. It's so good, and the story is phenomenal. Um, yeah, I I can't recommend that one enough. Okay, blue eyes there. I see. <clears throat> I hope is it like good story because yes. I need good story to get into an anime. Anime. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Okay, this story it's is not exactly what you think it's gonna be. Um, okay. And it's really fucking cool. <laughs> okay. And it's very female empowerment. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Um, I have been watching a lot of baking shows. Because Ooh, when I run one? out of... Well, I'm watching the Great great British Baking Show. Yeah. Um, um, also just re-watched the pro- a couple of seasons of The Professionals. I've heard um, that's good. Yeah, um, I'm about to watch the holiday ones. So when I don't, when I run out of things to like, what I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna watch right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch baking shows. That tends to be a comfort for me. Um, Same, but so I'm looking for something that's non baking show. We're watching Sons of Nico's never seen Sons of Anarchy, so we Ooh. are we just started that. I'm not, but I know it's either. not gonna. Oh you oh you haven't watched Sons of Anarchy? No. What is that on? Is that on something? It's on Hulu right now. Okay. Um I've watched the whole thing. Um Nico hasn't. I really like it because it's based in the Central Valley and I watched it when I first moved to the Central Valley. And I don't know, it's like familiar. I mean, not that I'm in a biker gang or anything like that. (laughs) But it's like always cool when a show is like kind of based in an area you know. So so it makes it feel a little bit more familiar. Um, But Anyways, I will have to check out the Blue Eyed Sandwich because I need something to watch independent of Nico. Because when Nico's not here, I always feel guilty watching the shows that we watch together. So I like to find something that I can just watch on my own. Okay. So I I don't know if this is up Nico's alley or not. I feel like it might be. So I would recommend. Okay. This is, and this is, this is dirty, what I'm about to suggest. But I recommend do the first episode without them okay <laughs> and then then you then you can binge it as long as you want mark and i started it together and i just want to watch the entire thing right now <laughs> yeah um yeah. we just watched the fifth uh, oh god the fifth episode is so good we just watched the sixth episode last night and i'm still reeling from the fifth episode and then also yeah it's all oh Oh, the whole thing is so good, dude. I'm let me. I can't wait. You know what? Check in with me next week when we we uh, get back on the podcast because please watch at least one episode. I really want to know what you think. Um, okay, yeah, that's easy. Um, that's one of the ones I'm excited about. But yeah, Great British Bake Off is is crushing it right now. Um, what do you, you think, know. Atasha? I love her. I Isn't really. She- um, I. I I thought that she was a fun choice and I love that she's always like eating the food because Mm -hmm. I feel like I always wonder like how come you never see the host like well actually on the professionals one of the hosts she always talk about the food but Tasha's like no I'm trying this 
Because I wonder. I oh, you're talking about time. Allison. Al- Sorry, Tasha's one of the contestants. She's the one with the hearing aid. Oh, Tasha's um, the. I'm talking about the new host. Tasha Allison. Was, yes. Allison. Uh, I can't remember her last name, but uh, she's one of the new hosts. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, yes. Tasha is the one with the hearing aid, which I love that they have um, a contestant on there. And they all, they got they just they brought her accommodations with her and she's just go go going, like has her own interpreter on set and boom. I, I love that. Yeah, no, and and she's crushing it. And she every time that like she starts to slip a little bit in her baking, I'm like, girl, you have to make it to the end because I'm very invested in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I um I have to I haven't watched the last episode, but I really also like that little. Uh, Sri Lankan woman, sir. Uh, is it Saku? Saku. Yeah, I love her so much. Yeah. She's yeah. so she's such a delight, and she's just like, well, this is how I make it. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is what I'm doing. Yep, that's what oh. I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, well, and did you know that they actually have a great American bake show? No, they don't. Do they? they do. And it is with Paul and Prue. It's on the Roku channel, of all things. Um, I think probably because Netflix was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't have it still be a part of Netflix. I guess they're testing it out. But um, yeah, the first the first season, there's a second season's coming out soon, I think. But okay. the first season has Marshawn Lynch, and he is one of the funniest motherfuckers marshawn lynch is like a character a character in like just his own life and i and i want to be like nobody tell him he's funny (laughs) because i feel like then he'll lean into it but like that dude is just straight up funny as is yeah 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 (laughs) yeah i know exactly what you're talking about yeah He's a character. He's yeah, and very charming. Very charming. Very charming. That's why you should absolutely watch the great bit of the Great American Bake Off because he the way he talks to to Paul and Prue is so funny. I love uh, it. It's so I just looked it up. So I'm trying. To, I'll look for. I might be able to watch it. I'm sure. I think it's on Freevee, which is like a free uh, mm. TV thing and everything is obviously probably just with ads there is a really funny show <sighs> look at me i'm finally like unloading all of the TV. right <laughs> there's a really funny show that like if you're in the mood for comedy and just ridiculousness it might be a little bit too british i've been getting like very into the british comedy stuff um i love british, I love british television okay period so there's this show that is, I think you can get it for f- the first season for free on Voodoo and also with ads. And it's called The Show That Goes Wrong. And they have been doing these shows for a couple years. They The most recent in Los Angeles was a show called Peter Pan Gone Wrong. Um, super hysterical. Okay. I think I talked about it. Mark and I went and saw it. Yeah. Um, these guys are hysterical they basically their entire company is like a theater company like a small town community theater company who's trying to put on either shows that they've written or classic plays and 
everything that can go wrong does go wrong. It's a farce about theater, <laughs> basically. Okay. And the the shit that they pull off, like just with sets, with gags, with like prop bits, with these characters that are like as the actors are a character themselves. So like some of them have these little tropes that every single time that they come on stage, they have to look directly in the camera. (laughs) Yeah. It's their whole gag. Um, One of them always waits for applause. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like there's, there's one episode where (laughs) the director comes out and he's like, I'm Chris Bean, the director. And he comes out and he talks about, we've written this show, but we gave the plans to our foreman and they got some of the angles wrong. And they're like, we're going to work with it because we have nothing else and, you know, we might as well go on with the show. And like, that's the whole theory of the entire thing is the show must go on. Right. So one piece of the set is at a complete 90 degree angle and it's like a dining room set where they have to have like a dinner but it's like falling. <laughs> okay. It's very ridiculous, very quick, and really funny. <laughs> okay. I'll definitely, that's a show. Cause I, I think I've said this before that Nico does not watch a lot of British shows. Really? The accent gets to them. Like they're, it's so funny. Cause they're like, I can't understand anything. I was like, you can you're just <laughs> um, it's so american that you think that they're speaking a foreign language like it's <laughs> funny like there's we watched um harlan coben um we watched a few of those and they've got they like those what the is writer harlan coben um harlan coben has done let me she shows on netflix um the stranger the woods Okay. Um, safe. I, that safe was with um, uh, who's the guy who played the serial killer who plays who's kills serial killer Dexter. The guy oh, from Dexter was on it. yeah. They're just mysteries. They're mysteries. Okay. Um, so a little bit so of a, like good. a horror theme type of stuff. Yeah. Um. It, so he's got a whole bunch of them on Netflix. Harbin Club. Yeah, there's one, okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven. Holy shit. There's Spanish ones as well, I believe. But yeah. um, I think this one is like Dutch. But okay. for the most part, they're British. Or no, sorry, this one's Polish. For the most part, they're they're British. And so Nico does watch those with me. But it's funny because other than that, like I've tried to get them to watch other like British shows and they're like, eh, I don't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, have you, you ever, do. <laughs> have you ever put the subtitles on? I guess I could just I well, I think I do most of the time. I just you know there's times when you just don't feel like watching the subtitles. Yep. I, uh, I think that might be it. Um but I can you know um I I'll tr- I always what I'll do is I'll try it out. Mm. I'll watch it first, and if I really think they'll they'll like it, but you know, Nico's not into the absurd either. Oh, that's too bad. They are with their cartoons, like they like Bart Simpson and South Park, and absurd in that way. Okay, they might like the show that goes wrong then, because it is okay. it is very cartoony, like not okay. in a like cheat, like in a very committed, like they they really consider themselves very good actors and 
they literally do a Christmas Carol with Derek Jacoby and the dude who wants to play Scrooge just keeps knocking out Derek Jacoby. Like one of the greatest British actors. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, it's very body humor. It's very simple. It's hilarious. Like there's a, there's one episode where one of the women has to step in for one of the men and they they have to be like the misogynist character. <laughs> oh gosh! And it's so funny. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, you're good. I I'll definitely check it out. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm interested in these Harlan Coben stuff. I haven't heard about this. Yeah, um, I I'm trying to think of what my favorite was. Um, I think the stranger. The Stranger yeah. is really good. Uh, I'd say I'd start with that. Okay, um, that sounds familiar. It, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of the show that was on HBO, um, where it's like a strange person comes to town. But that I know was a um, Stephen King novel, I believe. So I we've watched that. Nico loved the Stephen King, the um, Outsider, the Outsider, right? The outsider, yeah. That's, um, that was great. We, and there's a is it a prequel to that one there's like a series of there's the whole yeah because they're connected because all of his novels apparently are temporarily connected there's two seasons of the outsider right and then is there oh god we should totally check it out if there's a second one yeah i believe there's a second one with a girl and then Mr. Mercedes. What is Mr. Mercedes? Yeah, Mr. Mercedes has it's part of the outsiders like storyline. It's oh, the okay. same main character, I believe. But this is where Nico would come in handy because Nico knows all this and is like, well, we have to watch this one and this one, this one. But um I guess we'll have to just, have them back on. Yeah, so we could talk about it. We could, so yeah, the outsider maybe it's one series, the, the Mr. Mercedes is two. But Okay. Um, it's the same guy. Okay. The main character, the detective. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh. Good right. TV. Very good TV. Really good TV. Um, and then movie wise, Mark and I are gonna go see the Marvels tomorrow. Oh yeah. About. yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about going to see a movie this weekend. That that'd be a good I, choice. A yeah. Good one. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing really great reviews, um, and it's also a uh, friend of the network, Christian Blatt, has said that it's it's very fun, um, it's very funny, and, and also many people have been saying that, like, of the post-Endgame Marvel movies, mm-hmm. this one doesn't seem as dreary as a lot of them have been, and okay. it's actually fun again. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right, I guess they have been a bit... They've been a little tough, and I guess it's yeah. the whole the Kang stuff. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, there was a major world change and a shift, so I guess it makes sense that mm-hmm. things are a little different. A little different. So, yeah. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah, but- I haven't gone to the movie theater in a while, so it'd be nice. Ooh, I gotta see what what else is out there, though. I that's the thing is, I think. When you don't watch regular TV, right. it's really hard to know what like what's worth. Well, and consider this: it's also people haven't been able to do press 
for these new movies, right. TV shows and things like that. So it's also not in the zeitgeist because you're not having <laughs> so. Someone did an image of uh, the guy from the bear and it was just like, I need 72 hot ones and 33 BuzzFeed articles and the little <laughs> stat or whatever. Um, like he was doing a short order. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, we don't, we don't have those like sort of digital interviews and things like that um, helping yeah. us because yeah. people haven't been able to do press for stuff. Um, so we'll likely be seeing more things, but it, what it looks like right now that's playing is, um, Five Nights at Freddy's. You know, I, I know the game. Um, I haven't heard anything about the movie. Is that, do you, are you a horror fan, Marie? Um, not particularly, but I might see it because, like, my nephew was really into Friday Night five nights at freddy's freddy. um um so just like just kind of to see what it's all about but i don't know um the hunger games the new one's coming out I, there's I another one <laughs> yeah it's Wait. a prequel oh right 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 Did the, ballad of... huh? oh, the ballad of song and fire is that what it is or of songbirds and snakes that's what it is oh yeah because i'm yeah. thinking game of thrones um, Monday. Okay. Um, then I mean, I don't. I don't know if you've seen it, but Barbie is phenomenal. Another. I bought it. I you bought, bought it. it. Good. Okay. Great. It. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fun time. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. It's not. It's not as highbrow as I think a lot of people were hoping it was going to be. I think I expected a little bit more. I won't. I won't lie. Okay. But I didn't like. There's I some... loved it anyways. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that movie is that movie is so fun and like. Oh, they're beginning to hammer, so I should probably wrap up. Uh, but, sorry, I was like, they go on lunch for a full hour. Like, come on, what are you guys doing? Please, I, you know something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Um, I never saw that either. I, I feel like, you know, that movie is something maybe I'll rent later down the line. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I, I don't need to. I don't need to. Um, but here, the movie that I have to recommend, I know it's not going to be well known um, in everyday folk, but the creator is really wonderful. Oh, my God. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. The creator is a phenomenal movie. It was made on what's considered a micro budget for Hollywood. Um, it was shot on a very simple camera that you could actually go and buy at Best Buy. Um, it, okay. the, it, the thing that makes it so amazing is that um, they have these very practical, like uh, special effects because they shot the movie and they locked the cut and then afterwards went over and like did some of the special effects within the shots that they already had. So everything feels very real because it's shot in real locations. And like, there was only one time, Oh God, go see the creator <laughs> before people pound on your door. <laughs> well, isn't it supposed to, what is that movie with guy? Guy Pierce or, I heard it's kind of like 
because it's about saving one child, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. I'm, okay. What was that movie where there's like no babies being born yet, and the baby is born oh, by this black woman? Children of Men. Children of Men. With the the one children? the one shot the like one tracking shot, yeah. Um, children, I've heard it's kind of Children of Men ish. It's actually a little bit more AI central. So okay, in this world, um, it's distant near future type stuff. Um, AI has. It's also sort of alternate history type stuff. Okay. AI has kind of like grown with technology a little bit faster than it has for us. There has been a situation where Los Angeles was bombed and AI was to blame. And so okay. the West is very anti-AI and the East is very pro-AI. And... Um, the entire time the person that um oh who is denzel washington's son and he's fucking phenomenal um he's on a mission to find the creator of this ai and essentially take the codes kill them make sure this doesn't continue yada 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 got it okay beautiful movie great premise incredible storytelling um really should go watch yeah okay (sighs) <sighs> lots of movie talks another thing that's out that i hear is good that i kind of want to see is killers of the flower moon i've so. been i actually i have no clue what that movie's about i just know that it is a leo movie yes okay i don't know what's about either but, <laughs> okay uh, but you've well, been oh, it's about a, a very um uh a an indigenous tribe that is doing very well in this area and so these white men of course start to kill them off like these old rich white men like to take their resources but even though it's because it's like post post like um you know it's more modern times not modern modern but i want to but like so the you know it's like Indian people with suits and ties and you know but but it's their it's their version yeah they're profiting like they're having a good they're doing well and so (laughs) they're they're not as they are in our reality right now uh, right at least right what is usually shown in media right yeah so um you know, in a in a I guess in a capitalist world they've found their niche and so okay. then they start to get killed off and oh, Leonardo yeah. has to find who's doing it or something like that. So I wanna see it. Um okay. and I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> a lot of movie well, talk today. Yeah, a lot of movie talk today. You know what? Good. We you know, we like to switch it up here on the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast. Sometimes it's not all real life, real drama. Sometimes yeah. it's some really good movies that you just want to like check out. <laughs> that's what we like. That's part of real life is getting lost in in our entertainment. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the one thing we all went to when the pandemic hit? We went to art. We went to TV. Yeah. We went to movies. We yeah. went to hanging out. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. Any any other plans besides going to see movies this weekend? 
Now, uh, Nico and I, I mean, I have to work next week, which is great. I have a couple jobs lined up, gigs, of course. I'm still on the lookout for another, for a job, but we're chilling. We needed to be home and, like, not doing stuff constantly and crossing the bridge over and over again. And so we're chilling on the weekends. We might go see a movie. And that's about it. Nothing too exciting, which I like. Good. Good. Yeah. We're, um, uh, I am doing a show later tonight and then I am going to do a show tomorrow night. Um, and then Saturday we have dinner with friends, um, and Sunday, I know we have something, but I can't remember what it is. So it's going to be a busy weekend and I feel like I'm just, I'm not going to have a, a, a time off weekend until the weekend of Thanksgiving. (laughs) So very much looking forward to that. Um, yeah. But other than that, um, hopefully getting some rest and hopefully not having people pound on our roof. That is the yeah. greatest goal for this weekend. And a good goal to have. We'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> uh, all depends on what our landlord decides. <laughs> Speaking of which, folks, the universe is utter chaos. So please be kind to one another, especially if you have tenants. If you have tenants, give them a heads up that there's going to be everything worked on. I don't know. It just seems considerate. Yeah. So be kind. Uh, Marie, is there anything you'd like to leave the people with? Yeah. um, Abuelita hot chocolate is the best. Mexican hot cocoa. I mean, Abuelita. I mean, can we call it Mexican hot cocoa? I think that's what it's called, Mexican hot chocolate. I think. Oh, God, is it? Well, it's Hecho in Mexico. Okay, I love it. Yeah, Abuela Authentic Mexican Hot Chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, That's the name. Just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I should wrap this up uh, before they start drilling into yeah. our actual heads. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, don't even put cream in it. Like the spices, everything, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ninety-one Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers? Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.